Greetings! Welcome to Act Natural, the D&D podcast where players from across the world explore two sister campaigns set in the same homebrew world. This week's episode features the luck of the draw. To get the latest updates, find us on Facebook with our name Act Natural, or follow us on Twitter at actnatural underscore D&D. Now, on to the show. time on luck of the draw the party was waking from a long rest after arriving in Meyerfall. after discussing their plans for the day over breakfast the group decided to visit canaver's curious creations along with the blacksmith while visiting the magic shop ezrin bought some magic boots to make him quieter and asked for his sword to be upgraded nix meanwhile overheard a distressed couple talking with thurgan the purveyor of this establishment Apparently, the couple's son, Kev, had been frequently going missing, and the couple was convinced it was magic. After a brief conversation, the party agreed to watch him and see what happens. Graffiti, Ezrin, and Finn briefly went hunting for spell components, an adventure in its own right, while Nix and Zeno watched the couple's house in case their son left. While watching, Zeno pulled a magic card and transformed himself into an exact copy of Nix. After returning from hunting, the trio recounted their tale before a third Nyx suddenly appeared. The party soon realized Graffiti had used his disguised self to mimic them. After brief shenanigans, the party agreed to watch the house in shifts. Once late evening arrived, they did see the sun sneak out of the house and quickly pursued him out of the city. And that is where we pick up. So you all have just exited the city gates, following after Kev, who is sneaking out of the city. You are probably, I'll say, a couple hundred feet behind him. And you see him heading north out of the city. What would you all like to do? Follow. Stealthily. I'll pursue. Everyone wants to follow stealthily? Yes. As as stealthily as a bunch of exhausted morons can. (laughs) Right. Or should we maybe just send Zeno? To get, or to stay close? I'm still an exhausted moron, but I can try. (laughs) (laughs) True. Well, I can't can't see in the dark. That's true. (laughs) Neither can I. I'll go on ahead then, if that seems to be the consensus. As soon as you all get outside of the gates, you all stop and let Zeno go ahead. Go ahead and make a stealth check, Zeno. Make sure not to engage, Zeno. Observe and report back. A ten. (laughs) You follow along as best you can at a distance, and it's not long before your party disappears out of view. You can obviously still see the lights of the city behind you, but you are simply trying to track Kev as best you can. Go ahead and make a perception check to try to see where he's going. Nice, a 20. Well, 16s with disadvantage. Okay. You are able to follow him fairly well. You are able to keep pace, not really lose track of of his direction. 
and after about five minutes or so, he heads around the lake. Hmm. Does he seem to be stopping there? Does he seem to be going further? He is continuing on. He is not showing any signs of slowing. At this point, you're, you are probably between 500 and 1,000 feet from your party. Uh, I'll move around the lake just to get a view of what's there. You don't need to really move around the lake to see. Mm-hmm. From the light of the city, you can see the lake itself. It is a fairly decent-sized lake, and across the way you see patches of trees, maybe a little bit of marsh on the far side. Uh, it's probably about half, between about half a mile across, so it's a fairly big lake. Is there any um, like caves nearby or anything? suspicious in in this pass you're not really near the actual mountain edges you're more in the very center of the pass so okay. there wouldn't be any real caves unless they were yeah. dug down into the ground apparently Nyx wanted to uh, follow behind me a little bit go ahead and make a stealth check Nyx I, I meant to, for all of us to do that, but uh, disconnected mm -hmm. right as I was going. To do that. So, oh, okay, all right. Well, well, we we yeah, show up five minutes late, and you guys split the party. Wait, go. we 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 can say that as Zeno is making to leave, Nick says, "I think we should all follow," or whatever she would like to say. Yeah, I meant for us to stay like a little ways behind him so that he could be closer while we followed along, but. So, so if you guys want to do that, that's fine. Sure. A ways back, though. Mm -hmm. So they're staying about five hundred feet from me, or? Yeah, as long as as long as we keep uh, sight of him. They were both really bad. Five for my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you have? Are you exhausted mm -hmm. as well? Everyone okay. is. Everyone yep, is. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say I, I couldn't remember. I, thought I wrote it down in my notes, but I didn't have it. I couldn't find it, so. God damn it, I got these fancy <laughs> boots and I'm still rolling at this event. <laughs> so do you need everybody to roll stealth checks? Uh, if you all it? are trying, if you all are trying to follow, then yes, everyone needs to roll stealth checks. Twelve. Very <laughs> sneakier than next. Five. <laughs> and you were sneakier than Zeno was. Zeno rolled a ten. That's true. <laughs> I rolled terribly these, that time. These boots are really bolstering my confidence. <laughs> you, you guys seem to be making a decent amount of noise as you are heading out of the town. Um, luckily, you are a fairly decent distance back from Kev. So, Zeno, you are the only person who is hearing your party clanking and stumbling along behind you. <laughs> Well, seeing as they're pretty close to me, I'll just keep going. <laughs> you continue to follow Kev around the bend. Uh, everyone besides Zeno, go ahead and make a perception check. See if you can see where Zeno goes. 11. 19. 
double 18s. Uh, there you go. Okay. Yep. So Ezrin, Finn, and Nyx, you are able to point them out and you're able to follow. So you don't get lost, which is good. Would I be like triple advantage, disadvantage because I can't see in the dark and I'm exhausted? <laughs> no such thing. Damn. Um, yeah. yeah. But you are basically being helped along by the other people you went from yeah. both. <laughs> so, Zeno, you continue to follow, and the party follows you. Once Kev gets to the opposite bank of um, the, the lake, he heads actually into the trees. Can I see if he's... Uh... If there's any tracks that he's leaving that we could follow? Survival check as you start to round that bend towards the wood. 21. Hey, look at you. Nice. Uh, he is leaving some tracks. This area back here, as you noticed, as you noted from your earlier perception check, is a little marshy. So there is a little bit of water and mud. So you are able to find a couple of tracks as he heads in to the actual woods. Uh, let me see. Graffiti, Ezrin, and Finn. Go ahead and make perception checks. 18. 7. 11. All of you, as you are walking around the lake, notice a um, rather rancid fish carcass on the side of the lake as you're walking around. Gross. Kind of familiar. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> ah, memories. I'm glad you remember it fondly, because I do not. That's fine. just bolsters our relationship, Ezrin. Yeah, I'll pause and uh, wait for them to catch up then. Zeno waits for a couple minutes and the rest of you catch up with him as he is hanging around the outside of this wooded area. Where did he go? He is leaving tracks. We could either stop here and try and get some rest and follow it in the morning, or... We could continue on with less worry if we give him a head start and follow the tracks. Did his parents say if he returned before morning? Yes, it was, uh, he would be gone for sometimes months yeah. at a time, I believe. Oh. It's days or weeks. Right. Oh. It, it varied. So it is possible mm. we can follow this track in the morning and rest see where he goes from there. Yeah. Now that we at least have a general direction. I would agree. Whether we go now or later it doesn't really matter, but we can gain our energy back at least. I say let's rest. Okay. Let's set up camp. Sounds good. We want to rest out here, or do we want to rest back in the city? How far are we? We haven't gone that far, have we? 
it would maybe take you like 15 minutes to get actually get back to your tavern. I would say just rest here by the lake. Keep an eye on the tracks. Yeah. So we don't lose track of it. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. And it would cost less money. Zeno, are you any good at making traps? I've never really made traps before, but I suppose we could give it a try. I'm thinking you can take first watch, and if <clears throat> he comes back this way, maybe we can catch him in a trap just to make sure that we actually get him. What kind of trap are you thinking of? Uh, a simple pitfall, nothing major. Unless you have materials for something else, but I don't think we can do more than that with what we have. Plus, digging a hole is going to take a long time. Right. Ah, uh, Zeno's a strapping young man. Kind of slap him on the shoulder. I trust he can do it in, what, four hours? <laughs> roll a d20, Ezrin. Ezrin, roll a d20. Oh, no. That's a two. <laughs> Uh, you come over, unsure, and slap Nyx on the shoulder <laughs> as Zeno still looks like Nyx. That is my best Oh, God. Damn. I forgot about that. <laughs> oh, so, sorry. I can't remember. I dropped my disguise, yes. right? There are only two Nixes in the party. Okay. In true fashion, Ezrin got it wrong again. <laughs> How'd you roll both times, and both times you've rolled wrong? Yep. Continue. I mean, I'm sure you could build a pit trap, Ezrin, if you want to stay up. I would say we take first watch, and you help me. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> what time is it, DM? Roughly? I think we said it was around midnight-ish okay. when we ended last session, so it'll be just a little after midnight. Okay. Does anything, anybody have something resembling a shovel that we could use? There's a crowbar in the bag of holding. I have crowbars too. One's like, that's kind of bent. And... I mean, I could, I could use my shield, but I'd rather not scuff it up. <laughs> oh no, we'd hate to get the shield dirty. I have that staff you gave me, a crowbar, and a wooden stake. Take your pick. Nobody has any spells that can manipulate Earth. Not to do it. I have hands. Hands work. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm trying to avoid that, but it looks like it might be the only option. Graffiti starts digging. 
Alright, make an athletics check with disadvantage. <laughs> sure. That's a 16. You see graffiti start digging. He's moving some dirt with his hands. Was that Xena? Where is he digging at? In what area? No, graffiti. What? Where are you digging? Uh, I just picked up uh, like one of the spots closest to the edge of the forest, basically wherever his tracks were. He just picks a spot and starts digging. <laughs> well, I am going for the sleep. Uh, come up with. So I'll pull up my yes, bed. I think that's a good idea. Um. I'm gonna come up with my shield and just make sure that you know I'm not like pushing it into any rocks and just slowly start moving uh, as much dirt as I can. Go ahead and make an athletics check with disadvantage. Yeah, that's a seven. <laughs> Graffiti is moving the dirt in a very specific direction. You, Ezrin, realize that you need to help, and you actually push a bunch of the dirt back into the hole. <laughs> Ezrin? My friend? Yes. Go to bed. What, is that not... You don't have to tell me twice. <laughs> <laughs> I'll move over and uh, try to help and use uh, a crowbar I have to try to help move the dirt. Athletics at disadvantage. Graffiti just sighs. <laughs> see if I do better than Ezra. Natural one, natural one. <laughs> <A> three. <laughs> Zeno, you, you take your crowbar and are chipping away at the dirt for probably a good five minutes continuously. <sighs> you think you're making a lot of progress. And w when you stop, you've only made a hole that's maybe about four inches deep. <laughs> Graffiti just sighs and walks away, <laughs> gets his bedroll out and says goodnight. <laughs> Fuck the hole. Not literally, but you know what I mean. I'll just drop the crowbar and, and sit resting, breathing heavy, <laughs> and just keep an eye out. <laughs> So Nyx has gone to bed, Ezrin's gone to bed, Graffiti's gone to bed. What are you doing? Yeah, Finn? I'm in bed too. I'm sleeping. Right. I lost my partner. Ezrin didn't want to stay up after all. <laughs> so you're taking watch, I take it, Zeno? Yes. Right. Go ahead and make a perception check with disadvantage. You watch as much as you can over the next few hours. You still have a decent view of the lake. You guys didn't go too far in, so you do see some people get into boats and row out towards the center, and they seem to be fishing. Ours and the moon crawl across the sky. Soon you think it's about time for you to head to sleep too. You're starting to get really tired. I'll uh, move over and nudge Ezrin. 
Hey, your turn. You gotta watch by yourself now. Oh, I thought we decided that I'm not good at that. Yeah, well, you're the one who went to sleep. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> well, then I'll go lay down. As when you start your watch, go ahead and make a perception check with disadvantage. 14. you are watching on your way past you do hear a rustling and it catches it catches your ear and you kind of sit up real tight look around and just barely through the trees see a figure moving About how far away? Probably 60, 70 feet. And I guess I can't really make out what it is. You just have enough light coming from the city to notice it. That in moonlight. It seems to be heading back towards Meyerfall. Can I kind of guess what direction he's heading in and try to intercept him? You can tell that he's heading towards the city. Right. Um, are we in between him and the city, though, or is he just kind of on the outskirts? Uh, you are about even with him at the moment. So basically, we're, you would have to go out, out of the forest towards the lake, around the lake, and then back to the city. This individual is heading out of the forest, even where you are, towards the lake to go around it and head back towards the city, supposedly. At least that's the direction they're currently headed in. Okay, I want to sneak up to the party. Um, uh, just jostle Finn awake for now. Um, and then motion for him to follow me and try to follow this figure. Finn, you get woken up. What's up? I, I see something over there. I figure that you're the quickest of us. Um, you mind giving chase? I'll, I'll be right behind you. Sure. Let's do it. You all, or I'm sorry, you two stand up and kind of move out of the wood. You can see that figure moving around the lake now. We'll get a good view of them to make out many features, but you do see them moving around the lake. What do you think? Should we speed up and try to capture him, or...? I'd like to get a better look. So yeah, I guess we'll move up closer to... How far away is he? At this point, the figure's probably 100, 150 feet away, but if you're staying put, the longer you wait, it's going to get farther away. They do seem to be I moving slowly and stealthily. I imagine we're talking while we're moving. Um, so he's still like 60 feet away, you said? Uh, if you guys are moving, he's probably about 100, about 100 feet away. I guess we keep following him then. Go ahead and make stealth checks. 
That's a three. Nine. As soon as you both move out from the wood, um, Ezrin, you slip a little bit on a rock and your armor jingles. And Finn, you judge it a little bit too much and you actually step in the lake and then have to step back out, but it makes a noise. And you can see the figure stop, turn and look in your direction and then start to move quicker away from you. Oh, he starts moving again. You cut out. I didn't hear that part. Sorry. Uh, now or never, Finn. Let's go. Start running as fast as I can. All right. <laughs> Start running after this guy. Or whatever it is. Whoever it is. <laughs> you're you're actually running? Yeah, as I'm running between breasts, I'm just... Wait! We just want to talk! Okay. As soon as, as soon as the person hears both of you running, running, they take off as well and start running actually towards the city. <laughs> um, I'm going to say that you catch up in three rounds. So it takes you three rounds to catch up based on both of your speeds compared to this person. So as you're running up, what would the two of you like to do as you're coming around the bend of the lake and getting more towards the city? Um, I think I'd just like to... Well, so we're caught up. Does he look familiar at this point? Uh, I'll say you get within 30 feet or so. Go ahead and make a perception check. Am I still at disadvantage because I slept half the night, or no? Nope, everybody's still at disadvantage. Eleven. Twelve. Okay. Finn, you do recognize the back of this person. It looks to be similar to the back of the person who you saw moving out of the city. Ezra and said, uh, it's him, it's, uh, it's Kev. He must be heading back home. Would say we, um, grapple him. Gently, of course. I don't know if that's necessary. <laughs> Good decision. You, you, you're doing this, like, as you're running. And he is running to get away from you. We know where he's going, so we might not want to leave our friends back there dead asleep. Are, are you slowing down or are you keeping going? What are you doing? I'm slowing down. I don't know what he's doing. Alright, Finn, Finn starts to slow down. I've made the decision, yeah. I'm, I'm going to try to grapple him as gently as possible. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Go ahead and make an athletics check. Still with disadvantage. I feel like Ezrin and Zeno are like switching places. Ooh, natural 20 wasted, 10. I'm just watching this in case he needs backup. He, he has disadvantage. Okay, you do grab him, Ezrin. Wow. You dive and just barely trip him up 
by by his uh, shoe straps, and he goes sprawling. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I tried to do that gently. We mean you no harm. I'm going to quickly bind his hands with my face. Gently my ass! (laughs) So I'm going to tie his hands up with my piece of rope and lead him back to where our party is. Okay. He... You don't have... like You haven't grappled for one round. So this is kind of like a pseudo-combat. So... The, the next turn, he's he, he's he's gonna try to get away from you. Gotcha. All right, so go ahead and roll another I'll just one. Keep uh, keep exclaiming how we mean you no harm. We just want to find out what's going on here. That is fifteen. Okay. What are you doing, Finn? It's a one. So you still have him. <laughs> I'm just watching him. How close to the city are we? Uh, you're probably at this point three, three hundred feet or so. You're, you're a little ways off. All right, we're not. Is anybody else? I'm looking. Is anybody else around that's seeing this? No. The only people who you've who you've seen would have been the fishermen out on the actual lake, who probably saw this really strange sight happen, but they're way too far away to do anything about. <laughs> Alright, I'll just get closer. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> well, maybe he can get his answers if he's not around his parents. Like I said, I mean him no harm. Let's help me tie him up and let's get him back to the others. What? Let, let me go. <laughs> he's he's like still fighting you, Ezra. Don't make me gag you too, boy. Why would you want to gag me? I don't even know you. Let me go. Let me go. Your parents asked us to do a job, and I plan on doing it. Now, you can come peacefully, or you can keep struggling. The choice is yours. He he stops for a second and looks at you. What do you mean my parents sent you on a job? I will be more than happy to tell you the details when we're back with my friends. Still want to know what job? What I'll tell you do? on the way then. It's nothing dangerous. They just wanted to know where you've been going to. It's just the gist of it. Of course. I knew I couldn't trust them. Are Are you actively tying him up? Like, what What are you guys doing? Because you're just kind of like awkwardly holding him right now. Oh yeah, I've I've been attempting to tie his hands and kind of get a lead on him. All right. With Finn's help, you do tie up his hands. Oh, what What's the What's the plan past that? Just kind of give myself about, you know, five feet of rope. Uh, Finn. Make sure if he escapes, you can chase him down, get behind him, and I kind of just lead with uh, him in the middle. He doesn't stand. <laughs> oh, we're going to do it like that. Okay, I pick him up. Make a strength check. With disadvantage. God damn disadvantage. <laughs> <laughs> that is a Ooh. 18. 
that's enough. So you are able to pick him up with a little bit of difficulty, but you manage it. And he squirms in your arms, but you are able to keep a hold of him. And you two slowly, slowly make your way back to the rest of the party. As we're walking, just kind of muttering random things. Fucking kids. Fuck. God damn. Why'd you have to make this hard? I'll just say to the kid, I'm sorry, kid. Uh, he's a little tired. I, I don't know what's gotten into him tonight, but I assure you, we mean you no harm. Yeah, tell that to the skins on my knees. Cranky old bastard. Oh, shut up. And I lay on hands for five points. He, he wasn't actually damaged. <laughs> okay, one point then. Booster his spirits a little bit. <laughs> Ugh, that's weird. What'd you do to me? Oh, I tried to heal your knees there, boy. Is there anything else you need? Told you, we're not here to hurt you. Yeah, I need you to let me go. No, I don't think I will. Eventually... You do make it back to the rest of your party. What do you do as you're getting back? Uh, as soon as I'm on the outskirts of the camp, I kind of, like... Uh, rather, as soon as I'm close enough that I don't have to yell, I kind of just say to the party, Guys, I got him. And I gently put him down. Mm, I'm going to pull my cloak over my head. Okay. <laughs> as, do, do, do you put him down on his... Like on his on his back, or uh, sure, yeah, just kind of place him down in a sitting position. You set him down; he immediately tries to run. Uh, yeah, I just push him back on the ground. All of you come to consciousness with apparently a captured individual. Oh, did he fall into the hole? Uh, you failed digging the hole quite miserably, but me and Finn caught him. No worries. He was, I was a little rough on him. I feel kind of bad, but I figured we should get this over with. Graffiti kind of looks him over just to make sure he's okay. Make a medicine check. With disadvantage. Natural one? <laughs> he looks as healthy as an ox. You have yeah. never seen a more pristine figure of teenage male masculinity. <laughs> eh. This live. is Hercules incarnate to you, Graffiti. <laughs> so, talk me through what happened. How is he here? What's What's going on? Well, I heard him in the bushes, and I remember Finn being you. quick. I yes, should have one. known. And he's staring daggers at Nyx. Yes, hello. Not uh, exactly what I had in mind. Yes, I'm sorry. Um, but as they say, there's many ways to skin a cat. I suppose, but there are also nicer ways to do so. Yes, Kev, I'm, I'm sorry that uh, my friends here have 
done this to you. It was not exactly my plan. Mostly, we're just concerned about you. Things uh, do not seem to be adding up. Are you concerned about me? You don't even freaking know me. Bet you don't even actually know my parents. I do. We just want to know where you've been going. Either you can tell us or we can follow the tracks you left. Zeno speaks up, his eyes get wide. There's two of you. This is weird. This oh, is getting no. very weird. And and, and and he and he's like trying to back away for both of you. <laughs> it's a nightmare. <laughs> this is the scariest thing ever. Two tiefling women in the same place. Look, we're not trying to scare you. Okay. All we want to know is that you are safe and that everything is alright with you. Well, you're doing a pretty damn good job. I'm perfectly fine. Don't know what you're talking about. Because all of the people I know who are perfectly fine sneak out of their homes for days at a time doing heaven knows what. What's it to you what I do? You getting into a bad crowd or what? Getting into no bad crowd? No. I ain't one of them low-life types. Then just tell yeah. us what you're up to. Why should I? If it's nothing bad, then there's nothing to be ashamed of, right? Because we'll be dragging you around? Yeah, but it's not your business. It's mine. The faster you tell us, the faster that guy will let go of you. And I'll point to Ezra. <laughs> I think I know whose business it is. I think it's your parents' business that take care of you and give you a place to live. And they're curious and they're concerned about you. So how about you make this the least painful it can be? He, he kind of looks back up at you again, Ezra, and then over at Nyx. Freaking parents. Maybe I don't need them no more. It doesn't matter to me what they think. Alright then, maybe you should leave. Why are you still living with them then? Coming from maybe someone whose choices were taken away from them for a very long time. I am just concerned about your well-being. I want to make sure that there is nothing that is going to take that freedom away from you the way it was taken from me. Yes. And to add to that, coming from somebody who lost his parents a long time ago, appreciate them when you have them. And he gives them like a really dirty look. If you don't need your parents, you should have moved out already and proved to them you don't need them. Nyx. And... Nyx, Graffiti, and Zeno, go ahead and make persuasion checks. After... After we rested, are we still at disadvantage or no? Yep, you you need to complete a long rest before that goes away. Seven. Thirteen. Fourteen. He kind of gets a, a reserved look on his face. I appreciate what you're saying, but I don't need them. I can make my own choices in life. I can go do whatever I want, see whoever I want. You say 
see whoever you want. Is there someone in particular you are going to see? I don't think it matters. There are many people in this world who put on a very nice face. And hidden behind it are things that are much more sinister. And they try to take advantage of people like you who are feeling trapped and want to get out. And find themselves even more trapped than they were before. I just want to know that whoever you are seeing, whoever you are interacting with, has good intentions. I don't think they're bad. Are they here in the forest? Is that where you keep going? Maybe. Like I said, we can well, follow the tracks. Hey, Finn. Finn and Zeno, how about you follow the tracks and see what's what's out there? If he won't tell us, maybe we need to find out for ourselves. That kind of... I, I wink at them. He, 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 he does get a little bit of a worried look when you say that. If you are willing, I would like to go and just check these people out. Just make sure that everything is safe. If everything seems to be on the up and up, then you are right. It is your life. You can make your own decisions. And I will report to your parents that everything seems to be okay. But I cannot in good conscience just let you go when I do not know that it is safe. Go ahead and make another persuasion check next. And I'll okay. give you advantage on this, so it's a straight roll. I would take that deal. 25. That's a clutch roll right there. <gasps> Even if you follow the tracks, you're not going to find anything. Not tonight. It's not there. What is it? I, I can't. I can't see it. It's not there. I have to come back. Try again tomorrow. So, whoever or whatever this is, it's it's only here occasionally. It's not here all the time. Yeah. And what exactly is it? The person or who? Have they given you a name or anything? What do they look like? Uh, everyone go ahead and make perception checks. Oh, it's red. I'm sorry. Eight. Okay. The, D okay. the DC was five. So as long as you didn't roll a one, you were fine. Uh, or less than five. But um, <laughs> all of you can tell that he's blushing pretty hard. Mm -hmm. I I don't know her name. She hasn't given me one. When you talk to her, what kinds of things does she say to you? Does she encourage you to leave your parents? Does she... What do you talk about? Oh, we, we talk about all kinds of things. Uh, I'm, I'm actually training as a glass worker. And, and she, you know, thinks thinks that's pretty neat. And uh, we talk about her and where she lives and some of the people that she talks to. And, uh, I mean, she does say that, you know, she likes me to stay, so I, I stay. 
but uh, it, it, I, I, she has, she's never made me stay. I can go when I want. And when you stay, you stay for these, for days at a time. What? No, I don't stay for days. It's only a couple hours. Well, that's part of why your parents are concerned. When you are gone, you are gone for a very long time. No, I'm not. And he's looking at you just incredulously. What does she look like? Maybe she cast some kind of spell on you. She's fairly pretty. Uh, long hair, brown, big eyes. I, I, I don't know anything about magic, but I never. I don't think she, I've been cast a spell on me. I got my wits. Does she seem human to you? Uh, I I don't think so. She she got some of them pointy ears. I think she got a little bit elf in her. Who think me an elf charmer? All right. Uh, I'm gonna use uh Furbog magic to use detect magic. Okay. And see if there's anything magical coming. You extend your essence. He does not re uh, register any magic. Your friends are carrying a lot of magic swag, though. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are all glowing like lanterns in the night. Well, my friends, unless you have any other questions for him, I would rather not hold this boy hostage any longer. I think we at least have enough information to move forward. Tell me this, Kev. You don't think it's suspicious that this woman only wants to meet you in the dead of night? That's the only time I can go. It's only there at night. Where? Is it always the same spot? Yeah. What is it that's always there that you're using to communicate? It, I, I don't really know what, what it is. I, I just go, go into the grove, and then she's there. How far is the grove from here? A couple hundred yards that way. Could you show us? Can you take us there? Uh, both of you make persuasion checks. <laughs> and I'll, I'll I'll say I'll say one of you can make you you can both make rolls or one of you can roll with a, with a straight roll. I have zero charisma, so if you want to roll straight, I'll roll. make a straight roll. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, mm, wow. Fine. Sure. No. I don't really have much choice, though, do I? Lead on. And he kind of looks back at Ezrin. Don't worry. We are not against you and again this was more than I had anticipated and with that I'll, I'll go up and I'll, I'll untie his hands 
We just want to make sure you're safe, that's all. Alright. I, uh, without saying anything, I squat down to go pick him up again. As, as soon as you try, he moves out of the way. Oh, you're gonna walk. Your legs work now. That's that's great. Let's fucking move. Well, they freaking asked me to show them. They asked. Like you, you ungrateful brute. We asked who you were and you started running. Yeah, of course. You got two freaking dark shadows jumping at you out of the lake. Of course I'm gonna fucking run. <laughs> that's... that's a fair point. Why me? Will you show us, please? Aye, aye. Come on. Gets up and starts trudging through the woods. No, it's fine. We don't need sleep. Yeah, I think we should have rested first. Uh, well, let's have him show us, and then we can decide from there what to do. Yeah. It's not far, that's true. So, he leads you through the brush for probably another 15, 15 or so minutes. Uh, Ezra and Finn and Graffiti, you do pass by a mutilated deer carcass. <clears throat> I just look at Ezra. Ah, memories. He kind of stops. Kev kind of stops as you say that. You do that. Uh, I thought you liked animals. I do. But you did that. Yeah. Not on purpose. <laughs> it's a admiring yet scared look before continuing on. <laughs> and eventually he does take you to where there is a small grove of trees, maybe probably 15 feet wide or so with some underlying brush around. And he just kind of points in there. Thank you. Do we see anything? Make a perception check. Nine. You see trees. <laughs> cool. So pretty. All right. Now what? Well, Kev, thank you for being honest with us and letting us know. We're just going to check some things out. There are just a few things that don't quite add up to me. Um, but I will let you know what we find out. And in the meantime, I know sometimes it's hard to understand where parents are coming from. But they just care about you and they want what's best for you. So just, you know, give them a little reassurance. Alright, fine. Can I go now? I believe we are done with you, unless anyone else has any questions. Yeah, go get home. Sorry for all the trouble, buddy, and I kind of just muss his hair a little bit. He starts walking away and flips <laughs> you off as he disappears <laughs> into the trees. <laughs> Ah, uh, another successful social encounter, if I don't say so myself. You know, it's a, it's a little hard to get people on your side when you tackle them. 
was never looking to do that. That's what <laughs> I've got you for. Such amazing social etiquette. Well, friends, we have the place. We know where he's going. I definitely feel a bit odd about this. I feel like whoever this is, it's not human. Especially if it only shows up at night. Um, I'd like to use Divine Sense. Okay. You extend your essence, searching for any celestials, fiends, or undead. It's clean. Um, do I, or, or any of us really, know of anything that sounds like this? Like, it sounds like a siren kind of dealio. Anything that's... Do we know of anything that sounds like what he, he, he described? Make an arcana check. Oh, that's that's a good one for me. <laughs> what what kind of check? I was going to ask yeah. the same. Arcana. Okay. It's arcana. Nine... Seven. Okay. At the moment, you guys are just a little too tired, and your minds are just getting a little sluggish at this point. Nothing's really coming to mind. You. you All right. I need some yeah, fucking sleep. Yeah. You. You. You feel. You. You feel like like there's something that's that's in your your head, you, Nick's specifically, but it's right now. It, it's just not coming. Yeah, let's. Well, I don't think this is the place to finish our rest. I think we could make it back here easy enough tomorrow. Yes, now that we know where it is, let's let's go get some sleep, and we can look at it with fresh eyes in the morning. I don't want to walk anymore. Just let me sleep. No, I didn't mean far as you know. <laughs> I just don't want to sleep near this creepy place. Back to our camp then. Yeah. Let's go. Right, back to the camp and finish our long rests. Okay. Because we fucking need it. You all head back to your little campsite. And everyone, everyone's going to sleep. Zeno mm-hmm. is. Yeah. Do we want to leave anyone on on watch? I don't know if it's necessary. We're like right next to a city. I'll stay up for a little bit. I'll watch. Alright. Okay. Thanks, Finn. Appreciate it. (laughs) (laughs) Graffiti falls asleep standing up and just bam, falls (laughs) over. (laughs) Who needs to prank him when he does shit like that? Seriously. Don't pick on graffiti. <laughs> it's like a cow. <sighs> Finn stays up for a little while before going to sleep himself. Eventually, the morning does come for all of you. Sun comes up. No clouds today. Yesterday was cloudy and kind of dreary, but it's bright and sunny today. And you all do gain the benefits of a long rest. Exhaustion is gone. Spell slots are back. And you all wake up on the edge of Lake Meyer.
Am I me again? <laughs> Zeno, you wake up, and the very first thing you think of, oh, am I me? And you do see yourself again. Whoa. <laughs> Morning, everyone. I feel better. Same. Yeah, me as well. So, given what we found out yesterday, there is no point to go into this grove during the day. Should we head back to town, get some breakfast, and finish up anything else we need to do? Well, I don't... He didn't necessarily say that nothing happened during the day. He just said that that was when he had time available right. to go and see her. Hmm. Point of point of clarification. He said he was told to come at night. Oh, I gotcha. If if, if I didn't if, if I did not say that, I'm interjecting that now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I stand by my original statement. <laughs> I think while we're close enough to it, we should at least investigate. These Russians aren't yeah, so bad. At least look it over. Alright. Okay. You all spend the fifteen minutes or so walking back to that area. It's very pretty here in the daytime. There is a lot of sunlight streaming through in this particular area of this wooded grove. See some birds flitting around, some bees, flowers growing. Uh, can I? <laughs> this never works, but I'm gonna try it anyway. Can I ask one of the bees if they've seen anything unnatural in this grove? Using yes, a you, speech of beast in the... Yes, you can. You, I'm gonna do that. Now, d does it say that you, you get a response from the bees, from the animals? Or It says you have the ability to communicate in a limited manner with beasts and plants. They can understand the meaning of your words, though you have no special ability to understand them in return. Okay. But I have advantage on all charisma checks to make uh, you make to influence them. Okay. You get the sense from the bees and the plants around that nothing unusual seems to occur during the day. I wasn't specific during the day, just at all in the grove. Uh, you you say this, and the the bee says, "I don't know. I'm fucking asleep." But the plants do give you the impression that there is an individual who wanders around at night. That could just be the boy, though. But I did say unnatural. Does it look like there are any... You know, besides ours and and the kids, are there are there any other footprints or anything around here? Yeah, that's what make a survival check. Oh, I'm real good at that. Fourteen. Okay, it's not bad. You look around for ten or so minutes, next, and you actually find an area of grass on the far side of this grove, away from the city, where most of the grass in the bushes are either 
uh, pushed flat or spread wide. Almost like this is a place where someone or something could lay down. Mm. And in that general area, you do find what would be Kev-sized footprints. But no others? No others that you can see. Maybe the kid's just going crazy. Was there a uh, a library in the city? Yes. You passed through it. The scholarly schooner cool. serves as library and general store. Gotcha. Well, perhaps let's head back into town. I would like to do some reading and see if I can figure out what's going on. Now that I've rested, does anything drag my memory? Go ahead and make another arcana check. Fifteen. Okay. You do know of creatures that could potentially charm a humanoid or try to bend a humanoid to their will. There are a number of, you know, very bad, nasty creatures or ones that would potentially want to take his soul. Um, specifically things that come out at night. Vampires. Um, other tricksy individuals, things that don't like to be seen under the co uh, in daylight. So there's there's a whole host of things that it could be. Yeah, I just I... There's, there's there's not enough information yet to narrow it down. Yeah. Although the the one concrete clue that you have is it apparently looks semi-elven. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Yeah, I would like to take some time at the library to see if they have anything that could point us in the right direction. I definitely... I feel like something is off here. This is not a normal situation by any means. Sounds like a good plan. You said Kevs are the only footprints that we see around, right? As far as you can tell. Uh, okay, back to town. To Meyerfall! <laughs> You're chipper this morning, Graffiti. <laughs> Glad to be back. Yeah, let's uh, let's go back to town, get some food, and I am going to go to the library. Okay. You all walk half an hour or so back into town, pass through the gates into the city, Back into the dueling market, past Smelting Thunder, Canaveras Curious Creations, Diamonds to Buy, and make your way towards your tavern, but more specifically, Nyx heads to the Scholarly Schooner. How long was it going to take him to enchant my sword? Does anybody remember? It was a week. Oh, okay. Um, is the Scholarly Schooner uh, where they sell rations to? Yes, you guys bought 50 of them. Yep. From him. Yeah, I never got my share. We shoved them all in the bag of holding. 
Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah, I'll go to the uh, scholarly schooner with Nyx. Okay. Um, DM, is there a tailor in uh, Mirefall? It's a city, yes. <laughs> Don't you just love those kinds of questions? <laughs> if, 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 if it's a city and it's something that people will need, probably, yeah, it's probably going to be somewhere. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, I, I want to go there at some point today, but I, I do want to go to the schooner as well. Okay. So I'll, maybe I'll go there after. Are, are we going to get breakfast or just going straight there? Uh, I just had a ration that I had. Yeah, I had a ration as well. Yeah. Alright, you all head into the scholarly schooner, if I can find my notes here. Did anybody else need a ration out of the bag of holding itself? Uh, I'll... Are we taking, like... 10 each if there's 50 in there or are we just like grabbing I was just grabbing them as we needed personally but okay then no yeah I totally forgot we even had a bag of holding (laughs) (laughs) it's been so long guys is everyone going to the scholarly schooner yeah and as we're walking up I'm gonna kind of ask next so what are we looking for I'm not really adept into research per se I'm make sure that I'm looking at relevant information. Well, we're looking for creatures that charm and hopefully find one that kind of fits all of the parameters that we're finding, that they come out at night, that they can make people lose track of time, things like that. Well, point me in the right direction and I'll help as much as I can. You all head inside. You do walk in that door, the side of the ship that encompasses the scholarly schooner. Stepping inside, you do first enter the library portion. The starry skies painted above on the deck. The rows of books. Some individuals seem to be at tables reading or writing. And down the hall, you do see the door, which leads to the general store. Alright, um, I am going to, um, and it's, uh, Pyrock who owns it, yeah? Correct. Um, I'm gonna go to him and ask if he has, uh, specifically any books on, on magical creatures. It's kind of tell him that I'm looking for something that specifically charms humanoids. Okay. You walk up to him. Oh, well, welcome back. Um, this is this is fantastic to see you back here again. Um, book, books on charming humanoids. Um, I don't have a specific section on that. Uh, however, that does seem to be um, any more creature or monster variety. So you might want to try these sections over here. And he kind of points to a couple of different rows of books for you to look through. Thank you very much for your help. 
Of, of course. Um, tell me, are any of your, um, patrons that are studying currently, are any of them knowledgeable about such things? Uh, I unfortunately am not sure. People usually come and go as they please. They don't really need to ask unless they want to potentially borrow a book from us. In that case, I'll just follow Nyx. Yep, I'm just gonna start looking through them. Okay. I'll start looking through with her. Is, is everyone gonna look for this, or are people gonna look for different things? Um, there's actually something I'd like to look for separately. Okay. Um, I would ask uh, Pyrock if he has any uh, books regarding the history of uh, Lathander or Dawnbreakers. Oh. So I'd like to Yes. Uh, Go ahead. So, sort of the alternate Paylor. Um, those would be in our in our religion section. Uh, those would be over here. And he walks away from where the rest of the party is and down a hallway and then down another side uh, sine way and then down a little bit more. Uh, these these uh, racks here are more of the garden variety books about deities and the people around them as well. Thank you, sir. Uh, so what I'll be looking for is any information on uh, that name that I found in Updale, uh, Lord Master Alastor. Okay. Anybody else before we jump in? Okay. Uh, Nick, since you're leading the charge on this, go ahead and make an investigation check with advantage. Graffiti, make an investigation check. Ten. What the hell oh. was that roll? <laughs> Sixteen. Could I okay. use my inspiration roll for this? Yes, you can. So this is our first time using it. How exactly? How does that work? Do I? The well for 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 these is just a d6. Okay. But um for for others which I'm I'm resigning myself to give out more, uh, those will actually be d20s. But for these specifically, it was a d6. Okay. So she just adds a d6 to her, her roll, basically? Yeah. yeah. And as a, as a reminder, everybody has a d6. So, so you... uh, 14 total. Okay. Do you want to use yours graffiti or save it? I'm not using it. Okay. Nix, you do find a couple of books that are interesting. One of them details um, creatures that specifically make their habit in charming humanoids. Uh, there are plenty who... What's the word I want to use here? The, there are some who do it for personal gain, while some do it for being more um, prank prankster type um, you do find a couple of books specifically on vampires though this does not necessarily fit the um, description of what what kev gave you at least he, he didn't say anything that would specifically call out a trademark of a vampire 
there is a couple of entries that that do catch your eye one regarding creature which you have heard of and that is a nymph And uh, does that, as I'm reading about it, does it seem to fit all of the descriptions? It's the best one you've come across so far. You haven't found one that's become closer. However, it doesn't make too much sense as nymphs tech, uh, not even technically, usually are not of the material plane. Um, mm -hmm. Usually they exist uh, in the Feywild. had another question and then I lost it. Give me a sec. Okay. Um, I'll give you a minute. Uh, graffiti, so far, what you find with a 16, you find a f um, one specific book about Lathander. Um, the Dawn's Scrawl is the actual title of this one. And you get a little bit of information about the history of Lathander. So a lot of the origin of him basic information about what his domains are a lot of this you already know you do get a little bit of information on several other uh, famous dawnbringers getting to notes uh, there is a bertrand dwellin And an Anil and an Anelius Dew Morning, D E W Morning. Okay. And as far as you get, as far as specific information for these people. There is not much on their deeds other than these. they seem to be very prominent in the growing of Lathander as a deity. And for the most part, their, their deeds are not listed. Okay. But it does say that they go on to, or they accomplished, uh, what's the word I want to use here? a great they amassed a great following for Lathander. There we go. Did you think of your question, Nix? Yes. Um, yes. Is there anything that seems to uh, that says that it would be um, malicious toward humanoids or any specific reason why it would be charming a humanoid? It does say that nymphs have an affinity for charming young boys and keeping them almost as a pet or pseudo-slave. Okay. Very good. <laughs> uh, go ahead and make another investigation check with advantage. Uh, 
22. Okay. Spurred on by this knowledge, you actually quickly look for a book that details on the Feywild to attempt to confirm your suspicions. And as you're reading through this book, we're getting probably towards the noon hour at this point, you do find a page that describes how individuals who seemingly become lost in the woods find themselves in an um, extremely beautiful yet odd place of almost eternal night and how some of these individuals when they return some think that no time has passed at all where others they could return years later all right Uh, any any other pertinent information? Anything else that stands out that seems important? Um, with with that role, I'll say that the book on the Feywild does have a little bit more about nymphs. Um, that they are very magical creatures, much like everything in the Feywild. They are adept at charming individuals as well as having their own magical capabilities. All right. Well, I'm fairly certain we found our culprit. I'm wondering if maybe there is a door to the Feywild here. Seems to be the case. And that is why he's losing time, that he steps across from the Feywild and, and doesn't realize how much time has passed. Either way, though, I think I would like to take these books and go talk to him and tell him exactly what's happening to him. Give him a warning, let him know that it's not safe. Do you think he'll listen to us? He didn't seem... As long as you're not there. <laughs> Can't argue with that. I can go on my own if you wish. Uh, I just... I don't know, I figure at the very least we can try and warn him. And go from there. I, if, if there is a nymph hanging out in the woods around here, I'm not sure that... That it is going to be safe for many people around here. But as of yet, I'm not entirely sure how to approach that situation. Well, we can take a look tonight. I'm not sure. We do have a week to kill before we get my sword. That sounds like rather a dull week. <laughs> Well, and that doesn't necessarily have to be the only thing we do, but I wouldn't mind looking into it, just to make sure that the area is safe. Are you At suggesting we get drunk, next? I agree. Let's go. You can do that all you want, sure. And with that, I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna ask, 
uh, Pyrock if I need to buy the books, and I would like to take them with me. Did you say buy or borrow? Either way. Okay. Uh, unfortunately, I can't allow you to simply buy the books. They they are a part of a library. However, these books specifically, and he kind of looks looks uh, down down the spine. Uh, these are not frequently requested. I I would allow you to keep them for three days at the price of five silver. I would be glad to do that. Thank you very much. Uh, thank you. May I have your name so I can record it in our log? Alba. Ah, uh, thank you. And he walks back to his little stand and writes down your name. Um, I don't know if this is a question more that I have to ask myself or if I would ask you it, but... Uh, do I get any sense that I would gain any further knowledge from the books that I was reading? If I studied them more? These books don't seem to be in-depth. They seem to be general knowledge. Okay. And I will uh, give the books back to uh, uh, Pyrock. Chicken soup for letting the light of Lathander into your life. That's, that's essentially what they are. Yep. I will... Uh, Put the books back or give them to Pyrock. And just head outside and wait for everybody. And with books in tow, I'm going to head over to Kev's house. Okay. You walk over to the residence. No, knock on the door. Wait a moment, and uh, it is uh, Ansel who answers the door. Uh, oh, you, you've you've come back. Okay. Yes. What, 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 what can I do for you? Well, I believe I have some answers for you, but if it is all right, I would like to speak with Kev for a moment. Uh, Kev isn't here. Did he come back at all last night? He didn't leave. He, he, he actually stayed. It was great. We were so happy this morning when he woke up. He, he's, 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 a, he's a, his apprenticeship. All right. I Thank you. I, I'll go speak with him first, and once I have all of the answers, I will come back and talk to you. Uh, okay. Could you point me in the right direction? Uh, oh, yeah. It's uh, it's it's not on the market. It's kind of on the other side of the market. And big, big kind of dark building. And he gives you a full description. The name... Looking at notes, looking at my notes. Do, do, do. The Crystal Ball. All right, I will make my way over there. Okay. Is there anything anybody else wants to do while Nyx is going on her errands for the day? Uh, I'll be looking for that, Taylor. 
I'm okay. gonna look for a place that sells uh, instruments. All right. Uh, both graffiti and Zeno go ahead and make charisma checks. Twelve. Thirteen. <laughs> okay. Graffiti, Taylor is not easy, or I'm not sorry, it's not hard to find. Uh, just asking a couple of people, once you get into the market, you are pointed towards a tailor, uh, which is up in here. And you are able to... Up in here? Up in here? You are able to go in, and there is a younger human man. Uh, good evening, sir. Uh, how may I assist you? And he's kind of looking up at you. He's rather, a rather short individual. He's not... He's not dwarf-sized, but he is rather short. I, like, hunch as much as I can to <laughs> keep from intimidating him. Hello, sir. Uh, I was actually looking for uh, a cloak that would fit me, first of all. Uh, reversible, uh, so that it's a different color inside, and it is out uh, with a hood. Uh, sure, I, I could make something if, if, if you want. Um... Oh, did you have specific colors in mind? Uh, sure. Uh, black and white would be actually perfect. Oh, very dichotomous. I like it. Uh, sure. Uh, let me just go ahead and get your measurements here. And he actually gets a stool to stand on. <laughs> and then he gets a second smaller stool to put on top of that one to get up all the way up to where you are, Graffiti. <laughs> and he gets your measurements. I do the T-shape. <laughs> you very much are doing the T-shape. The T-pose. The T-pose, yeah. Uh, after probably half an hour or so, he finishes taking your measurements. Alright, sir. Uh, with the hood and the cloak itself, uh, that'll run you around uh, eight silver. Not the problem. How long would it take to make? Uh, on this size, day or so, maybe maybe day and a half. No problem. Uh, I'll toss him a gold total. Oh. I'll, I'll I'll make sure to get it done as quick as I can. I would appreciate it. I'll be back uh, sometime tomorrow late. Fantastic. Good. He assumes that he doesn't need to give him his name, given that he's a seven foot tall for bog. <laughs> he, he he actually asked your name and okay. took it. I just wasn't gonna. I wasn't gonna RP at that far. Okay. <laughs> and then Zeno is looking for instruments. Indeed. Go. Uh, what was your charisma check? Uh, twelve. Okay. Yours is a little harder, as not many people look for simply instruments. However, after probably a half an hour of searching, you do run into a curious figure that you have already met once before. Hmm. This is the gnome that you ran into in the bleeding glass. And he just kind of looks up at you. 
Oi, aren't you that fucker that I met in the tavern? Yeah, good to see you again. What you want? You looking at you like you want something? I was just looking for a place to buy an instrument. Maybe show it my friend with the flute. You want instruments? That's what I'm looking for, yeah. Didn't, didn't get the sense you were that practiced. Go go down this way. Hang a left. It's a place called Horn Center. That's the place you want to go. Thanks for that. I appreciate it. No problem. I'll get more practice in for the next time I play that piano. You're going to play it tonight? Possibly. Maybe we'll actually have that contest you were trying to get me in yesterday. He'll laugh as he walks away. Okay. You you walk away, but he, he just kind of stands there and is eyeing you pretty good as you're walking away. You can take a picture if you like. <laughs> After a moment, he turns and walks away. <laughs> so you walk down the direction that he pointed you. And you do come to a very squat building. It's made of brick. And this one, it, you walk inside. It is very well lit on the inside. And there is all manner of instruments everywhere. You see horns, drums, lutes, flutes, lyres. Basically, any type of instrument that you can think of, there's one here. Some that look like they are in not so great shape. Others look like they are brand new. And behind the counter, you do see a human individual, long, stringy hair coming down almost into his mid-chest. And he's just kind of hands on the counter, staring up into the world. As you enter, he doesn't even really look at you. He's just kind of staring. I'll kind of uh, wave, but no one, seeing as he's not paying attention, I'll just... Turn away and start looking Whoa, at the instruments. Whoa, hey, bro. Didn't notice hey. you there. Welcome to Horn Center. Thanks for the welcome. <laughs> um, Name's Philly. How can I help you? Well, what instrument do you recommend for someone who's uh, never played that much? I seem to be decent at piano, so... You want any instrument? I could show you a little bit of everything, man. Well, why don't we practice a few of them and I'll choose my favorite. Ah, sure, sure. Come on over, come on over. And he slowly walks out. Hands are just kind of being held out in front of him. <laughs> uh, this, this, uh, this one here, this is called a lyre. <laughs> and, and he just starts going through how to play it. Now, have have you done any playing, son? Other than piano? Not really. I tried my friend's flute earlier. I didn't do too bad. I usually don't like my friend's flutes. Get your own. <laughs> Makes you feel a little bit better. Now, if all you've uh, done is touching the ivories with them fingers of yours, you probably haven't used your lips too much. Would I be right in that? I suppose not. 
Well, let me here give you a little demonstration. And he goes from a horn to a flute to a whole bunch of different instruments. That was a really and, weird time for me to come back. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Graffiti, that was on purpose. <laughs> um, yeah, so for, for the next probably hour and a half to two hours, you know, you are basically shown how to play a number of different <laughs> instruments. If you know what he means. <laughs> Zeno will enjoy every second. <laughs> if you know what he means. <laughs> I'm starting to, I'm starting to I, I wish that you weren't... I literally put my headphones on and I... <laughs> I heard you... You seem quite skilled with the hands, but you probably haven't used your lips. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. <sighs> you see, Cass, that's why you can't be muted. We need to hear your reaction. <laughs> I would be so loud, guys. I would cover the entire recording. <laughs> <laughs> we can soften it. It's okay. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so so that is that is your experience, <laughs> Zeno. Do they have uh, harmonicas? I do actually have a couple harmonicas. I just got them in. There, one's actually plated gold. The other is sterling silver. Hmm. I'll just get the silver one. Ah. You're gonna learn how to play with your lips after all. I like it. <laughs> this, then I'll uh, show you how good this... I am later when I when I master it. <laughs> if you know what he means. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> well, as soon as you master it, you can come back and give me a demonstration. <laughs> Uh, so he will sell you a harmonica <laughs> for five gold. <sighs> All right. And then... I'm trying to think. Yeah, I'll just get that. Literally, literally, my only note for that NPC was washed up rock star. <laughs> That's so good. Yeah, man. And now he's very suggestive as well. Yeah. yeah. I think Finn hit it on the head with the guy from The Simpsons. Yeah. <laughs> I started to hear uh, Mitch Hedberg the more he did it. <laughs> Anything else you know? Uh, no. Okay. Thanks for your time. Right. I'll see you later. I'll no leave. problem, man. Come back whenever. I'll be here. Yes, that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Mitch, Mitch something? I can't remember yeah, his name. Mitch Hedberg. Oh, yeah. He's awesome. <laughs> so... As your party is off doing their own ventures, Ezrin is drinking at the tavern. Zeno is getting schooled in lip movements. 
Yep. Graffiti <laughs> is buying clothes. Nyx heads to the crystal ball. And you go into this shop. It is very hot. It is very wide, very open. Um, you do see a dwarf named... Uh, come on, I wrote this down. Uh, Burke. B-E-R-K. And... Hi there! What can I do you for? And he's kind of got big glasses on, big gloves, and he kind of takes them off as you approach. And this is at the crystal ball, you said? Yes. You, at the moment, don't see Kev. You imagine he's probably in the back somewhere. Okay. Um, hello. I am actually here to see your apprentice. Would it be possible Kev? for me to speak with Kev for a moment? What do you want to talk with that little shit for? Um, uh, he's, uh... There's a, a personal matter that I need to talk to him about. Make a persuasion check. Come on. There we go. Twenty-two. Well, far be it for me to get in the way of his personal business. He puts his hands up and gets his eyes really wide. Kev, get up here! Then you hear clank clank in the back, and he comes rushing around. Oh, yes, Buxa. And he, like, stops as soon as he sees you, Nyx, and gives you a side eye. I'll just give him a smile and a little bit of a wave. What do you want? I thought I was done with you. Uh, well, I told you that I would come find you if I found out more information, and I have. Yeah, I hope you, I hoped you were lying. <laughs> I'll kind of pull out the books and show it, show them to him. I have something I'd like to show you, if that's all right. He glances at Burke, and who gives him like a wave. He walks over to you. All right, what you got? So I just kind of take him aside. Um, after all of the things that you told me, and how your your parents said that you would be gone for a long time, but you didn't seem to have lost any time. All of those things made me think that something was influencing you. So I spent a good portion of the day today looking through the library here in town, looking at different different kinds of creatures that can do this. And I'll open the books and I'll, you know, I'll show them about the nymphs, I'll kind of read them sections of it and you know, show them all the things that, that line up. I'm really sorry to bring you such bad news, but this this woman that you're talking to, she's not what you think she is. But just because you think it's this person in this book don't mean that's it. Be something else. That may be true. However, all of the all of these things they're all lining up. And honestly, anyone who is telling you to sneak around, not 
talk to the people that care for you. That's not the kind of person that you want to be around. Go ahead and make a persuasion check. With advantage. Ooh. Because you brought books. Fifteen. You rolled a three. <laughs> I, I can't deny that what you're saying doesn't seem like it matches what's in that book. I, I don't know. I'll, I'll think about it. All right. Honestly, all, all I want to do is make sure that you're safe. And I feel like if you keep spending time with this woman, you may eventually be lost. You actually hear Burke pop um, it at this point. Is that where you've been going all those times? You've been off to see a fucking woman. It's more and... complicated than that. Kids. And he kind of shakes his head and walks off. Anyway. And I'm sorry that it is not good news. This is definitely not to say that you can't, you know, take charge of your own life. You can you can make your own decisions. Don't feel like people are, are forcing you down a certain path because I've been there and I wouldn't wish it on anyone. I just want you to know that there are people out there that don't have your best interests in mind. So just, you know, be careful. Okay. I'll think about it. And I'll uh, go over to the corner and or to the to the counter and say, uh, "Thank you for your time. I appreciate it." And I'll just leave him a gold. Okay. Uh, Burke like walked away into the back, so he's not there at the moment. Oh, but Kev gotcha. takes the gold and he'll. I'll I'll give it to him. Thank you. And he, he walks back. All right. Okay. So that's four out of the five. Finn, was there anything you wanted to do? I, know, I probably just went with uh, Ezrin to drink. Okay. Is there anything the two of you want to do while you're drinking? Not particularly. Just uh, not drinking to get drunk or anything. Just having a nice morning ale and a little bit of food. Okay. I'll say that it comes to five silver for both of you for food and drinks. And as everyone's early afternoon starts to come to a close, as you all begin to reconvene at the Bleeding Glass, we'll go ahead and take a break there. Jumping back into the game, you all have completed your errands, some just drinking and you all are reconvening at the bleeding glass so I will move you all back to the bar 
So, luck of the draw, what would you all like to do? About what time is it now? Early afternoon. Are we planning on taking a midnight stroll in the forest? I did want to check it out myself. Uh, yeah, going after dark seems to be the best idea. Then perhaps it would be a good idea for us to get some rest now. Because we're not coming across any potential nymphs in, you know, a less than rested state. Hmm. What time did you say it was? Uh, early yeah, afternoon. Yeah, like w one or two. I'll also say that you guys slept in really long because of how late you stayed up. Mm -hmm. So just to make things easier, you could probably stay up tonight and go around midnight and not have to worry about exhaustion. Okay. Well, if that is the case, I actually have a couple of things I'd like to do before we go then. Um, wait, wait, Graffiti. Um, Nix, you still have those books, right? Yes. So we think we've asked, answered the question of what this thing is, but what about how to defeat it? Is there anything we could do in the hours coming that would help us? Well, I'm hoping that we don't necessarily have to fight it. I just kind of wanted to check Yes, out yes, but what if, Nyx? <laughs> what if? I think you're eager uh, for a fight, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not geared for a fight, I'd just like to be prepared, unlike somebody that won't carry javelins or crossbows. <laughs> I'm not sure at this point how much of a match we would be for it. I do know that it is extremely magical and has magical capabilities. I assume at this point you've told me everything that you discovered? I, yeah, I assume I shared it with everybody. Yeah. Well, what about the Feywild? If we get trapped there and we have to fight other things there, is there... I think we should be knowledgeable about our upcoming foes, if there may be some. Have you found anything like that in the books? I'll, uh, drop the book on the table and I'll start reading again. Okay. Go ahead and make another investigation check. Whoops, that was not supposed to be. It's still an 18, though. Okay. You don't specifically find anything on weaknesses of nymphs or easy ways to defeat them in combat. Most of the book just talks about how dangerous they are and how you should stay away. In the, the book on the Feywild, does that mention anything else that we should be on the lookout for or anything that... Uh, it, it does give you details of a lot of the creatures from the Feywild. So you have satyrs, um, nymphs, dryads, blank dogs, displacer beasts, uh, what am I missing here? Did I say satyrs? 
uh, pixies, sprites, a whole whole manner of different different beasts. The biggest thing I can take away from this is that there are many creatures, and all of them are pretty wily. Yeah, is that a joke? No. <laughs> oh. And the smile goes away from us. So, what is our plan then? What do we plan to do when we go investigate this tomorrow, tonight? I mean, honestly, I'm not sure what we can do about it. If there's a door there, I'm not sure that there's anything we can do to stop it from opening or, or warn enough people to stay away from it. I would like some sort of strategy before we battle this unknown entity. It seems to charm young men. It seems like a very devious being. as many fae creatures are. Are we gonna convince it to stay away from young old Kev? I mean, we can try. I mean, I've talked with Kev and I, I hope that he will heed my warning and stay away from it, but I don't know for sure. I'm not putting this pressure on you, Nix. I'm, I'm asking the party as a whole. If we're going to go out there, we need some sort of plan. Um, I don't want to see this nymph in the woods and then come back and pat ourselves on the back. Yes, there is a nymph out there. Let's try to convince Kev tomorrow. I think we need a little bit more of a plan than that. What do the rest of you think? I don't think there's a lot of information on nymphs, and the best we can do is go see, try to talk to it, and maybe if we have to, we'll end up in a fight, but I'm not sure. Ezrin, like, tries to do it stealthily, but not really. Pulls out a javelin and kind of slides it to graffiti across the bar counter. <laughs> Sorry, what did you slide me? The thing cut out. Uh, another javelin. He just shakes his head and puts it in his pack. <laughs> you guys are right beside each other. You could just pass it to him. It was supposed to be like a shady drug deal. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Super shady. That's two. All right, well, Graffiti said he has stuff to do. Um, do we really think it's wise not to sleep today just for, you know, the security of having to go all night if we have to? You think you'd be able to get to sleep? I feel like we just woke up. Oh, give me a couple shots of whiskey and a few more of these and he slams his mug down and I could fall right asleep. <laughs> So what you guys doing? I think... I mean... I 
feel like we're fairly certain what it is at this point. Do we feel like we have enough information to go to Kev's parents and tell him, or do we want to go out there and be sure before we do that? I think we should tell the parents regardless. At least say that we suspect it, not that we're sure, but at the very least it'll give them peace of mind if something happens. Suppose I will head over there then. Okay, Nix is gonna head back to the parents. Mm-hmm. Anybody else wanna do it? Or do anything, I should say. Uh, I'll be renting a room to use. Okay. Um, you you guys have not purchased rooms for tonight yet. So. I don't know. I will do that. Uh, do you plan on sleeping before we go graffiti? Mm, no. I plan on putting those uh, animal parts to good use. Oh. Uh, satanic rituals. I get it. Carry on. You don't even have your bag with you. Hmm? <laughs> Does my bag miss you? You gave me your bag. It's in the bag of holding. Oh. <laughs> Wait, you gave her your whole bag? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What? Because it stank because of the fish. Yeah, because you complained about it smelling, yeah. Ezrin. Oh. <laughs> right. And I just left. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> uh. Well, at least I know where she's going. <laughs> down. Okay. Are, are you chasing her? Or are you staying here? What are you doing? Uh. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> uh, she'll be right back. How about a morning out for this one? <laughs> Don't you mean afternoon? Yeah, I'll stay. Afternoon ale, then. <laughs> better. That's better. Yeah, I'll, I'll stay at the bar. <laughs> actually, actually, never mind. I don't need anything to go do what the other thing I was going to do was. <laughs> and I'm going to love doing this because I love going back there. Uh, I want to go back to Curious Creations. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god. Leave so, him alone. Uh, He's making my sword. So uh, a a couple minutes after Nyx leaves, Graffiti gets up and announces to the group that he is leaving as well. Peace. I guess I'll drink this one then. So, graffiti and Finn or I'm sorry, Ezra and Finn seem to be just content drinking at the bar. I'll go up to uh Drink. the gnome at the piano. Hey, friend. You want to talk this time? Just seeing what you're up to. Playing. The hell does it look like? You seem to be playing well. <laughs> he, he starts playing, and it sounds like a pretty damn good piano. 
You ever play uh, harmonica? It's the one I, I just got something small to carry around. Harmonica. I'd, I'd like the bigger instruments better. I got this in my drum. Then he taps the piano. You just carry this thing around? <laughs> no, I don't carry it. I got magic to do that shit for me. Interesting. Magic that can hold a piano? I could I... use something like that. It's simple. And he actually takes the scarf that he's wearing off of his, around from around his neck, whoosh, twirls it like a whip, and then starts to lay it down on the actual floor, kind of off the way towards this couch over here. And as soon as he's done unfolding it, you see this the, the scarf itself whoosh, turn into a hole. And he just whoosh, dook, jumps into the hole itself. And a couple minutes later, you hear it, yuck, and he tosses up an actual drum out of the hole. <laughs> and then he, you see him climb out. <sighs> Usually I got people that do that for me, but they're not around at the moment. And he actually gets out his drum and kind of puts it on top of the piano. That's amazing. And then he picks up the start and, and, and folds it back up and puts it around his neck. Where'd you find that? Curious places. And he gives you a little wink. Man, I'm jealous. All I got is this cloak, and he'll billow it. At this point, Esrin's looking at Finn like, Did you see that shit? <laughs> yeah, I, I would say both of you were able to see that. You want to see if we can play something together? Your drum and your piano? You actually wanted to play together now. You've seen some standoffish ever since I met you. Well, you're warming up to me, I guess. Well, Mr... Uh, Zeno. Sorry. It's a pleasure to meet you, Mr. Zeno. Name's Rumble. Suppose if you want to play something, we can play something together. Alright. Can, can I hear play. them from where I am? You got perception check. I would like to uh, learn more, and I'm sure you could teach me a lot. 13. I would say, yeah. Y you can hear what they're saying. Finn, you trying to jam? These guys are about to play some music. I've got my hand drum, you've got your flute. <laughs> Let's do it. Lead the way. Mind if we join you, fellas? Directing the question at the gnome. The gnome looks at you, Zeno. You know these assholes. They were here yesterday. Unfortunately, I do. Don't know if they play very well. Finn is okay sometimes. Kind okay. of shrugs. Well, we'll see how much coin we get out of it. If you guys are any decent, you can stay for my performance tonight. Nice. We will drive in some extra business. Hey, break a leg. So both Finn and Zeno go ahead and make performance checks. Nineteen. Uh, 
Okay. Um, which which instrument are you playing, Zeno? Are you helping him on the piano, or are you playing your harmonica? Oh, I was going to play the... I thought since he took out the drum, he was going to play the drum. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, so uh, Zeno takes the piano, and Flynn takes the flute, and he takes the drum. It's an odd combination of instruments, but it seems to be pretty good. The three of you seem to have a little bit of coordination together. I'm also playing uh, the hand drum. I got not too far back. Okay. You can go ahead and make one too, then. Oh, that's a natural one. Um, <laughs> Bring uh, it home, boys. <laughs> yep. As uh, Ezra, you wait for the three of them to kind of get going so you can get into the beat. And as soon as they get into a real groove, you just go crazy. <laughs> for like three minutes. I just pause and I'll turn and look at Ezra as he's enjoying himself banging on the drum. <laughs> Yeah, but the the gnome stops as well and just kind of stares at you, Zeno. <laughs> I'm just staring yeah. at Ezra and waiting for some, him to acknowledge what happened. <laughs> some people are not made for the performing arts. Ezra just thinks he's carrying this tune. Like, he is, <laughs> he is the crux of this jam right now. Yep. Yeah, the, the the gnome has stopped and is just like waiting for you to end. <laughs> yeah, as you said, I go on for like a minute or two. My head's down. I'm kind of jamming. <laughs> and then I notice the piano stopped. And I look over, and Finn's kind of looking at me. Sorry, was was that not good? In response, the gnome just points towards the bar. <laughs> nope. Okay. Fine. <laughs> Go back to your ale. Uh, the the gnome uh, kind of nudges, you know. Is he always that depressing? Yeah, I would have to say so. Huh. You're his friend. Go cheer him up. Well, you'll kind of sluggishly go off next to Ezrin. Hey, you'll the, get better. The gnome gives you a kick in the ass as you're trying to, like, like depressingly walking over. He kicks you in the ass, literally. You'll kind of jump upright again and, like, try to act uh, more uh, optimistic. Like, hey, don't worry. You'll, you'll get better. Uh, well, the words are appreciated. I don't need your pity, Zeno, and I mean that in a kind way this time. Maybe I could show you something on the drum. Let me give it a shot. Sure. Enlighten me. I'll kind of take the drum and and try to do a tune that would have went well with what uh, we were playing earlier. Okay. Over the next half an hour or so, Zeno and Ezrin go back and forth talking about the drum and different rhythms and how to stay in time with the beat. And It's a very, very nice moment between the two of them. Do I uh, gain the knowledge of uh, time signatures from this? <laughs> Sh sure. 
doesn't affect your performance, <laughs> but sure. Yes. You you can now play in four four and three four time. Wow, <laughs> impressive. Oh, thanks for that, Zeno. It's been quite enlightening. I'll try to not be a damper on the jam next time. And sorry to you as well. Uh, I liked your music. I didn't mean to interrupt it. Yeah. Practice a little more, then come back. We'll practice some more uh, when we're camping. Um, you do hear a, a whisper in your ears, you know. And as you turn around, there's there's no one behind you. But you do very distinctly hear a whisper in your ear. It's the bard's job. Could I make out one? I'm telling you. Oh, it's the bard's job to pick each other up when they need it. Selfless. Beyond measure. And you recognize it as the as the gnome's voice. And as you look over, he's sitting back down at the piano. I'll just kind of nod. Alright. Graffiti and Nyx, who wants to go first? Doesn't matter to me. You spoke up, so you're going first. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you you make your way over to uh, Ansel and what's her name? Uh, Oria. Ansel and Oria's house. What would you like to do? Go up and knock on the door again. Uh, it's Ansel again. Oh, you, you returned again. Yes, I'd uh, like to share with you what I've found so far. Oh, you, you, you think you figured it out already? That's just so quick. I'm hopeful anyway, yes. Uh, all right, come, come, come in, come in. Uh, it's, it's just me at the moment. Uh, uh, Ori's out shopping, but uh, I, I'm sure I, I could take whatever information you want to give her and, and uh, I'll, I'll pass it along. Of course. So I'll uh, I'll pull out the books again. Um, and I'll just kind of be like, now I haven't for sure confirmed that this is what it is, but this is my suspicion. And I'll kind of show them the different uh, the different things in the books about nymphs and how it you know it kind of explains his behavior and his loss of time. Uh, things like that. Um, and I tell him, I did speak with him, and I forewarned him of the danger. So I hope that he will listen to me. But, um, but it, anyway, this is what I think is happening. It's, it's amazing. I can't believe we had the information here under our noses the entire time. Is, is this something Seems that's, 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 often the case. <laughs> that's gonna linger? Is this something that's gonna happen to him forever? I'm hoping that if he does not return that that he will be alright. However, I am 
not sure if this is a danger that I can eliminate completely. My companions and I are planning on on going out there and at least confirming what we've seen, but I am not sure that there is much that we can do to completely eliminate this threat. Besides, you know, just word of mouth and just letting people know that there are dangerous things in the woods and to stay away from it. Alright, well, if, uh, if what you're saying is true and you can confirm it, I would uh, at least let, let the guard know. They, they would probably very much want to know. But, uh, Yes, that's a, a good idea. I will certainly I'll, do that. I'll try to talk to him. He's, he he, he is a little bit uh, headstrong at the moment. He, and I think a lot of it has to do with what she's been telling him. But, you know, just try not to come on too strong. I think the, a softer approach would be more welcomed by him. Make a persuasion check. Twelve. Okay. He seems to to take to take your advice. He doesn't seem to reject it. I'll I'll think on it. Uh, I, I I know Ori would probably be the one who want to do this, but um, yeah, I I, I I I think I think you should. And he he walks he walks away from you. And goes back down the hallway in their house towards where the rooms are and doesn't go into Kev's room. He goes into what you would assume is him and Oria's room. And he comes back with a very um, long wooden box. It's probably around, oh man, it's probably like five or six feet long. And just kind of holds, holds out one end of it to you. What's this? What we uh, were going to give to Thurgan if he was able to help us. And uh, it's what we decided to give you. You asked, remember, about the box. Um, I'll open it up and take a look. It is a very ornate staff. Ooh. And does it, I assume, since he was going to give it to Thurgan, that it is magical in nature? Uh, go ahead and make an arcana check. Twenty-one. It is very magical. And it is very sleek, it is shiny, and it is made of redwood. This is very generous of you, are you sure? That's been in our family for generations. None of us have ever uh, had much use of it, except for using it walking in the woods. Uh, this, uh, this has taught me, at the very least, that uh, I can't really control everything. So, uh, if you're going off to face this, 
nymph. You could probably use that more than any of us could. Then I will use it to the best of my ability. Yeah, appreciate it. Like I said, I'll, I'll let Aurea know. Um, we thank you. I can, I can say that on her behalf. You're welcome. And from one parent to another, it is okay to worry about your child. You worry always. And now I'll just leave. I have added it to your journal. And you Woo. can share with the party if you wish. Graffiti, you are heading to Caniver's Curious Creations. Yes, ma'am. All right. You walk inside. Welcome to Caniver's Curious Creations, your magical emporium for goods and services. How may I help you today? Uh, hi. Was Hello. Just they're so chipper. I was hoping to see uh, those uh, wizard spell scrolls that you mentioned uh, last time we were here. We have several scrolls available. However, we also make scrolls. Is that so? It is. How much do you typically charge to make them? That would depend on the level of scroll you are interested in. Fair enough. May I see the scrolls that are already made? Uh, he pulls up several scrolls. I can find it in my notes. Uh, okay. There is... A scroll of Feather Fall. Okay. There is a scroll of Sleep. Uh, I wrote these down. Ah, okay. There is uh, one of Blindness Deafness. And one of Misty Step. I don't think I can use any of those. I already have one of them. None of those are ritual spells for wizards, though, are there? Nope. If none of these scrolls interest you, we can have a scroll made to your specifications. No, that's okay. I will, uh... Mm. Yes, I am okay for now. Thank you very much, though. You have a very good day, okay? My days are always wonderful. Are they? Eyes just kind of glaze over as they look at you. 
Do you need a hug? Looks shocked, kind of taken aback. N- no. <laughs> Do I believe him? <laughs> you can't force yourself to hug this man. 22. He is very much off put. Damn. <laughs> by by your offer of a hug. This is a person who is not usually offered hugs, uh-huh. and he does not usually give them. <laughs> Fair. Okay. Bye. And I'll leave and head back to the bar. Goodbye. <laughs> Alright, Graffiti returns. Soon Nyx returns. Is that uh, old man you mentioned still in the bar? Uh, yes, yes, he's still in the bar. Okay, I want to go ask Pura. Or is that how you say his, his or her name? Her name? Is Pura, it Pura or Pura? Cat's uh, Pur. Okay. And then uh, you're asking a question. Pura. Uh. Okay, Pura. Then I will go up to the bar and ask Pura. Uh, Pura, do you mind if I ask you a question about that man over there? And I will point to the old man. Hey, old Bulbous. What do you want to know about Bulbous for? Uh, I heard him talking about the missing pocket watch. Is it actually a particular pocket watch he is missing? Or is he sort of, you know, old and just lost his marbles a little bit? You know what I'm saying? She she starts laughing as you're in, uh, as you're finishing your sentence. <laughs> bulbous, he comes in here every day saying he's lost his pocket watch. But you've never actually seen the pocket watch. I usually don't pay that close attention to my patrons unless they're getting out a knife and about to bloody stab someone. <laughs> well, that's fine. That's a that is a good point. Are you about to bloody stab someone? <laughs> you got enough Do freaking. I You're fine. <laughs> yes, I'm fine. Thank you, by the way. Anything else I can do for you, dear? No, no, no. I am, I am fine. Is, right then. Is Nick's back? Uh, I would say she's coming back around now. That's fine. We wave her over. Nix, could I have my backpack back, please? Oh, yes. You uh, have a spell to cast. Yes, actually. Uh, if we have time, do you mind helping me with it? You have more experience with the arcane. I'm kind of new at this. I can certainly come along. Can I observe, just out of curiosity? Mm, I would prefer to lower the amount of distractions around me during this particular ritual. But do not worry, I will showcase the uh, fruits of my labor. Why you wasted our time for a day, yes, I I forgot it. (laughs) Good luck. 
For the record, the rest of the party, you do see Nyx walk in carrying a very sleek, very nice redwood staff. Graffiti's just staring at it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Nyx, how'd it go with the parents? Did they give you that? Yes, a very... Very generous of them. A family heirloom, apparently. And Put it in this... a box? <laughs> it was. In a very large box. In a nod. <laughs> but, um... If you all don't mind, I feel like it will help me to be able to protect myself a little bit more. Oh. The abilities that it has uh, will certainly make me a little less weak in combat. Oh. Well, that is good. It suits you. <laughs> I feel like that's enough to go ahead and add it to everybody, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> of course we don't mind, Nyx. Could you imagine? A paladin with a staff? Don't make me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. That that rhymed. Did you guys hear that? <laughs> I think Ezrin's becoming a bard. Ezrin's <laughs> oh, having an off day. <laughs> Impressive rhyme. It's in your journals. Let's go cast your spell, Graffiti. Sure. Sorry, I was reading. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh, so I will ask uh, Pura for a room. And uh, up we go. <laughs> okay. um, it is one gold for a single room, seven silver each for a double, and five silver each for a triple. Uh, I'll just whatever the cheapest is, which apparently is the one gold. So the two of you head upstairs to a single room. Per a kind of eye, <laughs> both of you as you head upstairs. Never even thought about that. It's okay, I was just over here chuckling myself. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) So, the two of you head upstairs. What would the two of you like to do? Gonna cast this shit. It's about fucking time. Sit cross-legged on the bed and just kind of be there if he has any questions. Okay. Just tell me if I'm doing anything in particular that's wrong. <laughs> Give <me> one <laughs> moment. If you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you man. make jokes, I leave. <laughs> All right. um, I'm going to move you, both of you, to a new page. So your your page should change. Yeah. Oh, this is spiffy. Oh, snap. Okay. Uh, graffiti, with the Nyx's instruction, you draw the summoning circle. You have three places to put the components in the summoning circle. 
based on your reading of the spell, you know that the top point of the star is the most prominent and has the most influence in the casting. Okay. And that is followed by the left point and then the right point. So where would you like to place your components? <laughs> where do you want? <laughs> got three choices. <laughs> Jesus. God oh, damn it. You're a whole person. Uh, God damn it, Steve. <laughs> so I'm assuming that this means the three hunting materials, not the rest of it. Correct. Okay. Uh, so the uh, shit. What did we kill? A chicken? Or was it a bird? Just a bird, right? Uh, it was a robin. It was a robin. I will yep. put that at the top. Uh, and then the uh, it was a deer, right? On the left. No. What was it? It was a rabbit, right? Rabbit. It was a rabbit. Rabbit on the left, uh, and the fish on the right. You place all of the components in their respective places. Nyx helps you light the incense all around over top of the arcane chalk that you used to draw the circle. As soon as all of that is done, you would take a small knife and make a little cut in the center of your palm and begin to sprinkle blood over three of the over the three components. Nyx, you then watch him sit down begin to chat or begin to chant excuse me uh, and I'm gonna go ahead and move you to the whispers channel to feed oh shit yeah graffiti can you hear me yep okay you begin to chant close your eyes and you feel a warm rush of energy begin in your toes and rush quickly up your entire body, up through your legs, through your torso, and up to the tips of your head. You are quite certain that whatever you have started, this is now the actual summoning of this spell. You open your eyes, and you are no longer in the bleeding glass. You find yourself in a lush forest. Soft light falls through the trees. You stand just off what looks to be a path through the forest. Go ahead and make a nature check for me. Uh, do you want me to do that to GM? Uh, it doesn't matter. Thirteen. You recognize these trees. These are willow trees. Willow trees? And it's not long before you remember where you are. You remember where you are. And your exact directions to the village. Okay. You know where you used to play, where the food was grown. And you remember where the drop-off is. What do you do? I will 
I will head towards the cliff edge. I'll follow the I'll, I'll listen for the water and follow the water basically back there. Okay. You start to slowly make your way through the forest towards the edge. And as you start to walk, you seem to be walking extra slow. Either you're slow or time is slow. You're not sure. And it's not long before you hear two distinct voices. And soon, coming around a bend in the distance, you see yourself. The same hair, same eyes, much different clothes. There's no weight upon your shoulders, no sadness. There's a bright smile and a fellow furbolg beside you. And you recognize him. You remember the outfit both his and yours, as the one that you wore on your last day in Khalidi. Paris seems to just be walking along the well-worn path away from the village in the direction that you're heading towards the drop-off. You do. I will follow them. You just you just simply follow them. Uh, I will attempt to be stealthy. Okay. You try to walk slowly behind them and keep a distance, and it's not long before the pair rounds a bend and they're out of view. I will uh, I will run to catch up. Okay. You start to run, trying to catch up, and as you're running, your foot suddenly slips as if you're going down the stairs and you miss a step, and you feel yourself tumbling forward, tumbling, 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 your vision goes black. And as the in inky blackness begins to change and shift and form into colors, you get a, a sudden bout of vertigo. You clutch your stomach, trying to keep your sanity. And as the spinning stopped, stops, the wind begins. Dust blows constantly into your face. Hot, dry air assaulting your lungs. Go ahead and make a perception check. 22. You seem to stand at the ledge of a massive canyon in the middle of a desert. High sand dunes surround you. And the canyon below falls away into darkness. You cannot see the bottom. What do you do? There's no way down. Like, safe safe way down. Not that you can see. And I don't see myself anywhere or Peric anywhere. No. It is a barren desert wasteland. I will uh, I will jump into the pit. Okay. As you take a step back, steal yourself. You take one step and as you go to jump, there is a pulse of bright white light. It momentarily blinds you as you actually jump forward into the canyon. You look up momentarily, you see a dazzling ray of yellow light rocketing 
from the sun towards the ground. As you start to fall, you raise your hand, trying to make out what it is. You, sh you shield your eyes. The light seems to be headed directly towards you. The light, as you're falling, is intensifying the air around you, getting hotter and hotter. And even though it seems about to slam into you, even though you seem suspended in air, it passes overhead and slams, bam, straight into the back of the canyon. Rocks fall, falling all around as gravity suddenly takes over and you fall down, down into the blackness, swallowing you whole. You fall and fall and fall. And you begin to worry that this is your new entire existence. Your stomach churning. You look for a way out of your predicament when a small point of light appears in the distance. Instantaneously, as this point of light goes from as small as a pinhead to as wide as the universe, you nearly lose your mind from the speed. And you stand on nothing. It is a white expanse all around you. You do. I'll, I'll yell out, uh, first I'll yell out Peric to see if anyone responds. Okay. You yell this out, Peric! There's a slight echo. Then if I don't hear anything back, I'll yell out Lathander. Same. Lathander. I'll start walking forward. Okay. You start walking in this empty void. Go ahead and make a perception check. Ugh, 12. Okay. You walk for forever. A second. You're not sure. Time seems to completely fluctuate. And as you walk, you do see suddenly, almost as if it appeared out of nowhere, a figure lying on the ground. You rush over and get closer, and it's another furbolg. Uh, do I recognize the furbolg? You do and you don't. You notice the cheekbones. The ruffled hair. This is definitely an older version of your former friend. Peric? He does not seem to acknowledge you. Is he looking at me? Is he looking away from me? Uh, he seems to just be laying on the ground as if he's sleeping. Oh. I will attempt to wake him up. Okay. As you reach out and touch him, he shakes awake, and his eyes look at you. Deep, round, amber eyes. And as soon as you lock eyes with him, you hear from nearby, and you see multiple shambling skeletons rising from the ground. You see three in your immediate vicinity as they start to move both toward you and Peric. What do you do? Uh, I will... <laughs> I don't know if this will work. Uh, I will cast Turn Undead using Channel of Divinity. Okay. 
as the skeletons stand up and begin to shamble to you, towards you, uh, Peric stands up as well, and he kind of gets behind you, looking fearful, and you immediately, right away, grasp that holy symbol, curse out the undead, stretch your hand forward, and scream Lathander's name, and there's a bright burst of light. You will Lathander to cleanse these souls. Fire, divine fire, bursts forth from your hand in a radiant circle. You see body parts, heads, arms, rotting flesh fly through the air and eventually all come to rest. And you turn to look at Peric, tears forming in your, in, in your eyes, smile on your face, and you don't see him. I look around, he's not anywhere. Look around desperately and find only a pile of flesh and a separated head much like the other undead around you. Eyes still staring directly into yours. The vision pops like a bubble. And I'm going to take us back to the main chat because this is where Nyx comes back into the story. Okay. Alright, we're back. Okay. So, Nyx... This entire time, as you've been watching, you have seen Rafidi's body shift multiple times. Not from his sitting position, but fidget over and over and over again. Over, over the course of 10, 20, 30 minutes, you see sweat begin to pour down his brow. And as he is sitting there, casting and just continually chanting, the sigil that he drew with the arcane chalk begins to light up with pulsating gold energy. Whoosh, 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 whoosh. It gets faster and faster. Whoosh, 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 whoosh. And until eventually the flashing is so quick, it is as bright as a flashbang, and you actually have to shield your eyes. There is a bright snap and a crackling sound. And you try to look down at Graffiti, and you see him. He, is, he has opened his eyes, and he's sitting back. And in front of you, both of you, you see a small slit appear in the air, blinking as to get the light from your eyes. The summoning circle is gone. There's only that small slit hanging in the air. And inside, you see gentle shades of green, orange and purple and as both of you watch three small figures drift out of the opening on the right you see a small four-legged animal white underbelly brown face long pointed nose and small spines protruding from its back it simply waddles around before looking up at you, Graffiti. This is a hedgehog. On the left, you see a lizard. Copper scales running along a its small, thin body. Yellow spots periodically following along its side. Reptilian eyes peer out over you, taking in the entire room. A long snout and small spines stick out from its head. This is an armadillo lizard. 
And finally, in the center, you see, standing on two legs, a brown and tan-bodied bird with white spots. Two large tufts of feathers stick out from the sides of its head like horns. This is a great horned owl. You see the three of them stand there and simply look at graffiti as if waiting. And they are all looking at you, graffiti, waiting. Yeah, I was going to ask the same thing. What's, what was the first one? Hedgehog. Hedgehog. <laughs> That's cool. Um, I will walk towards the... Uh the uh, owl okay you can move yourself okay. all three of them still look up at you as you move closer okay. I'll uh I'll bend down and sort of stick my arm out towards the owl as you do this it does in one mighty whoosh, flaps its wings and lands on your arms. There's another whoosh, bright flash of white light. And in that instant, the other two disappear. And all that remains. Oh, come on. Is your familiar? I just kind of look at the owl and then look at Nyx and say, it, it, it worked. Congratulations. Uh, graffiti obviously, well, not obviously, but graffiti looks shaken. Uh, I will attempt to make it vanish you snap your fingers it does not vanish hmm is it just staring at me <laughs> or what's it doing anything in particular it's it's sitting there on your shoulder looking okay. up at you its head kind of cocked to one side what's its name uh, that is a good question. And planning for this, I did not come up with a name, but I guess you people like to name things, don't you? Um, do you have a suggestion? Does he? That is a good question. Uh, I will look at the owl and ask him what his name is. Through your now mental connection, you get the sense that the owl tells you, I am what you wish to call me. Uh, I guess it is up to me.
perhaps I should give it some thought. Actually, I already have the name. His name is Willow. That's a good Does he like his name? You sense an appreciation. Okay. I will uh, walk over to Nyx. Uh, let's see. I suppose we should rejoin the others, yes? Probably. It's been a while. Wait, how long has it been? said, what, 40-ish minutes? At, at this point, probably 45 minutes or so. Whew. It did not feel that long. Are you feeling alright? It seemed uh, rather taxing. I did not expect it to be anything more than a a summoning, but I had a lengthy vision again. Any questions, answer? Um, I saw Peric, but he was grown up just like I have. So maybe. If this vision is to survive, I do not understand what he is trying to tell me. First, he says to give up on him. Now he is showing me him as if he was alive the entire time. I do not understand. But perhaps you are correct. Perhaps he is just testing my. My will. Nix, Nix, you would know that find familiar is an arcane mm -hmm. spell rather than a divine spell. Olifander would not have a bearing mm. on that. Yes, yeah, so I'll, I'll mention that. I, if whatever this vision is, it is not the same kind of magic you usually. It's more along my lines. So you were saying that was perhaps just all in my head. No, I'm saying that perhaps through arcane means you found him. He just kind of shakes his head. This is a lot to take in. Well, I... I do not know what to think. While I have you here, Mm -hmm. Um, I wanted to ask you something. Sure. Your, uh, your tattoos. Did you do all of them? Uh. Yes. Would you... Would you give me one? kind of like just cocks his head uh, I have not practiced my craft on someone else before but they could keep it a shot 
Was there something in particular you were thinking of? She just kind of gives kind of a half smile and then a rose. <laughs> Makes sense. Sure. I will give the shot. I would really appreciate that. Next chance we get. Yes? Yes. Alright. Let's go. Wait. I will try snapping my fingers again to see if the owl will go away. Thinking, I don't know if I want to bring this owl down to the inn. Snap your fingers once again. The owl does not disappear. I will telepathically ask if, like, I kind of need you to disappear for a while. Do I get any sort of response from him? There isn't a, it, it isn't a response to your question. There isn't a response? After a moment, if you wish me to fly away outside, I shall. No, that is okay. You stay with me. All right, let's rejoin the others. Be interesting to explain these. And I will, as casually as possible, with an owl on my shoulder, <laughs> sit down at the bar. <laughs> as soon as, uh, <clears throat> as soon as Ezrin sees him emerge with an owl on his shoulder, he just starts to. <laughs> Congratulations, friend! Looks like it succeeded. Now, care to explain why, um. Yeah. Nah, no words, just why. <laughs> that thing better not eat shadow. <laughs> uh, cannot promise anything. He doesn't seem to want to do much right now, but we'll see how it goes. And I'll sort of telepathically tell him, don't eat the rat. <laughs> he says that he will not eat the rat. <laughs> <laughs> I like this owl. He's got an attitude. <laughs> uh, it was an interesting experience. That's for sure. Uh, but why? Uh, I'm sure he will be able to help us in a multitude of ways. Sounds good. Like in combat or other ways? Mm. Scouting, most likely. Oh, but he looks so vicious, and Ezrin reaches out and kind of tries to scratch him a little on the face. Does he react to him, or do I have control of him? You can tell him to stay or go. I mean, for for the most part, it's it's what you decide. Okay. Like, yeah. 
it, it's it's very much a character driven thing whether familiars have their own personality or if they are just what the player says so i am leaving that up to you so for the moment you have complete control okay uh as you try to reach out to him he kind of like does that that uh <laughs> i'm trying to describe this the best way i can uh like he leans away trying to prevent you from touching him kind of like oh. you like a look like don't touch me it's not friendly then okay it's fine i guess a bit strange but not unlike yourself anyway i am a seven foot tall for walk so i understand no offense take and i have blue hair i get it all right well that took a lot out of me but I should be okay for tonight. We still sticking with the plan. Yes, wouldn't hurt to review it one more time. The goal was to show up and find out what this thing is and then leave, correct? We are not to engage it. <sighs> I would say talking to it would not hurt, but there's not likely any way we can close that gate. That was my next question. So, say we go there and we don't find a creature, a nymph, whatever you called it, but we do find a gate. Do we let the curiosity get the best of us, or...? I am not sure that it would be a smart idea to cross into the Feywild if we can help it. If that is the case, we need something to do for the rest of the week. Has anybody seen a uh, like a job board or anything that we could look for at uh, work? Hey, Pura. Hi. You know, uh, any job boards around here that we could maybe find some work or uh, anybody that's looking for something done yeah there's a couple most prominent ones right outside town hall that sounds like a lead to me that sounds good maybe we should go take a look what time is it dm at this point late afternoon early evening no time like the present Let's go. I'll stand up and start heading out. I will follow. Okay. You all head out into the main square. And head outside town hall. Who wants to search for the actual pole itself? Uh, what kind of role is that again? The perception. I'll do it! <laughs> <laughs> Graffiti, go take a look at this. Sounds good. Twelve. <laughs> <laughs> you would have advantage because everyone's helping you, so. Twenty-two. <laughs> it is not hard to find. It is right outside. 
<laughs> You're damn right. Um, so you walk up and begin inspecting. There are a few uh, posts for very general things, crate moving, uh, grave diggers, just very hard labor work. Um, as far as adventuring types go, there are two that catch your interest. The Iron Claw, which all of you know is the basically the police force for the kingdom, uh, is attempting to find a missing person. And they are looking for someone to take up that job. This offers a reward. And they are also looking for information on any potential underground criminal activity, which also offers a reward. Hmm. And they're both from the uh, the police force, or this, or uh... yes. And okay. specifically, they say talk to Captain Enerus Dusksword. Well, it sounds like both of these jobs are uh, from the same person. Might as well go have a chat with her and see which one is uh, more up our alley. Would you say this organization was called? The Claw? Iron Claw. Uh, specifically, you would know of the Mezrin. Uh, they are Disciples of Helm. And basically, their job is to keep law, order, peace, etc. All right. Is is that um, across the whole the whole kingdom? Because I remember um, that the peacekeepers in Cole were also called the Claw. Yes, it is the same across the entire gotcha. kingdom. A military. It's just like the the peacekeeping force, basically the crown's guard. Kind of, yes. Okay. All right. Well, let's go talk to him okay. or her. You head inside. It is a all wood building, tiled roof, very large, and just from walking past it several times, you can tell that there is a large courtyard in the center. Uh, you ask for Captain Inneris Dusksword, and you are met with a tall elven man, high cheekbones, uh, very dark brown hair coming down to about the shoulders. Uh, he is wearing a helmet and um, uh, embranded armor with the iron claw. Hello, I was informed that uh, you have some interest in our jobs openings. Uh, yes, there was something about a, a missing person, as well as uh, some criminal activity. Yes, yes. Uh, which which of these are uh, the counts? All of you, all of you interested in? Actually, we would be interested in hearing about both. Both. You think you could take on both of these tasks? 
Not necessarily, but uh, one might be more up our alley than the other. Yes, I think we're looking to cherry peek. Cherry pick, as you speak. I don't know what you're talking about. I love to peek at cherries. <laughs> so plump and juicy. <laughs> anyway. Well, come on, come in. And he ushers you into his office and bids you all to sit. It's a nice office. Well organized. Well, the uh, first of these items is uh, a missing person. Master painter Elisor Mundy has gone missing. This individual was supposed was to do he? a port. Um, one second. Ah. He was supposed to do a portrait of the warden, Lord Essethaus. But he never showed. This was about a week ago. Several pages were sent to him, but as we said, never heard a thing. After his not showing for several days, we actually started to send Ben, and uh, we forced our way into his house, seeing if something was wrong, and it seemed as though he has not been there for some time. Maybe a week, week or two, when we're not quite sure. But uh, if, if this is something that you would be willing to look into, I would be able to pay you handsomely. Did the house look disturbed at all? Like it was broken into? Or did it just look like he hasn't been home in quite some time? Just that he was not home. Mm. Interesting. As, as I say, he was supposed to be here. So. And he lives here in town? Uh, yes, yes. Uh, if, if this is of uh, interest to you, we, we could, we will surely provide you with access to uh, the uh, estate. How old is he? Okay. Uh, he is a uh, young, uh, I shouldn't say younger, shorter gentleman. Um, I can't really tell his age. Uh, I, I think he's young, but some say he's old. Uh, I can't really tell. Is he human or short is he... No, is he no, like short, a... short, short, yes, yes, short person. Like a, like a dwarf or a gnome? Uh, sh sh short, that, that one, yes. Ha halfling? Yes, that one. Ha <laughs> like our friend over here, it's okay to say the word, he won't take offense. Yes, that one. <laughs> Alright. Okay. And you had no leads at all? At all? Nobody has seen him? No. Not that it has been reported to us. We've been trying to find him and haven't had hide nor hair. Okay. This is the first that somebody's offered to uh, take up this mantle, I suppose. Uh, it is, but uh, it's only been up for a few days, so normally these things tend to sit for a while, so kind of surprised that we got someone so quickly. <laughs> and sorry, when did you say he went missing? A week ago? Uh, approximately. We're not quite sure. Uh, we weren't tracking his whereabouts, obviously. Uh, no. But uh, he had his engagement with the Lord, and he did not show. So we sent a page. Page did not find him. So we waited until the next day, sent another page, still no response, and it all kind of 
fell downhill from there. Okay. And what about this criminal activity you were talking about? Yes, yes. Uh, <clears throat> and with this one, he actually pulls out a couple sheets of paper. Uh, we've actually... Uh, we're not sure quite what this one is, so this one's a little bit more open-ended. Uh, we've we found some, uh, some individuals leaving messages around town. We've got... Uh, three repeating messages and it seems to be a puzzle but we can't make high make sense of them there has to be something missing so we're really not sure what what it might mean um i, I can give you the uh phrases and yes. uh, and um from there we uh, we actually might might emphasis on the word might might get an informant soon. One of my men is, is rather rather encouraged by some inroads he has made. So, if you check back in tomorrow or maybe the next day, we might we might get to, might get some uh, some more information for you. But, uh, okay. As, as as far as as far as we know, the the phrase seems to say, the grass watches, the cops shouting, attack at dawn. And from what our uh, investigators can tell, the missing piece of that puzzle is that third phrase. Like something is missing. Flabbergasted. And sorry, was that third message like scratched out or unreadable, or you just one. assumed that there we is a third? We haven't found one. It, it doesn't make sense. You said you might have an informant dealing with this matter. Um, could we speak to him? Uh, only if I'm able to confirm the informant. That's why I'm hopeful that we will have someone in the next few days. So I turned to everybody and say, we are zero for one on the missing persons or murder mystery type thing. I kind of want to redeem ourselves on that one. What do you think? Yes, I also think we um we only spent a few hours there. Maybe we'll find um Indigo Five in this house, huh? Anybody? No. Okay. <laughs> I think the criminal activity one seems promising. The only problem with that one is we have to wait. I don't think we have much to go on with that uh, with those phrases, do you? Uh, tell me, Captain, where were they found? Were they found in any sort of pattern throughout the city, or not the one that we've been able to, to figure out? They have been repeated. I I, I I can say that we found those same messages in different places, in different wards, and in different neighborhoods, in different places. But uh, all of the investigators that I've been able to speak with have put the phrases in that order. Well, if you have not found a third, if there comes a time you do, I suggest you be vigilant around the city. It does not bode well, especially with this ending with the attack at dawn. Indeed. Yes, we were obviously quite... Uh, uh, Weary when we found that one. Um, some guards pulled some 
very long nights that next night keeping uh, keeping everybody up but uh, that night nothing happened and uh, kind of waited it out yes I'm, I'm not saying now I'm saying come come find the third message it probably means the plan's complete so be especially vigilant if that is to happen yes yeah, of, of course that's why we are Hoping that, uh, hoping that this informant can, can come through. Hmm. This might be too much, I'm sorry, but what is the nature of this informant? Do you think you have an inside man? Potentially, uh, based on what, what one of my officers told me, they are making inroads into this connection. It is not fully made yet, so I do not want to push too early and break the connection and lose this potential lead. Ah, understood. I might be able to do some digging around town, see if I can find this other message. never thought I'd say this, but do you mind if I tag along and, um, maybe take some notes? I suppose, but if we run into anyone, I think it would be best if I do the talking. Oh, yes, yes. This is your, this is your quest. I'm not going to bring my divine justice upon your friends, so you know. All right, so it sounds like we might want to investigate both of these. One is clearly more long-term than the other. Well, I can say that um, if uh, if the two or um, if the five of you were to agree to uh, take care of both of these these problems for us, he kind of starts sits back in his chair and does some, some finger, um, fingering of the air. I could probably get at least 1,500 gold pieces. Woo! Do it quick, you do it well, probably get you more. And that's for both of them. How much for just one? Looking for Mr. Mundy. That one will probably run about 500. You can figure out what's going on. These people underneath my city. Probably at least a thousand. Alright then. It wouldn't hurt to at least look into both of them. But... I think I agree. Yes, I think we have time today to do slight investigations before our plans tonight, and return to this tomorrow. Um, oh, tell me this, um, do you have anything, rewards, as far as uh, stronger shields or something of that nature? He's looking at you confused. 
Just, Never mind. Never mind. Blacksmith, I can I can send you two. Is is that what you're interested in? I, he, no, he, I, he's I really not. Wasn't sure. If you had any powerful magical things around here, you'd be willing to part with. <laughs> no, sorry, son. Yeah. <laughs> I took your initial response as such. I'm sorry to uh, even ask the question. Oh, it's uh, it's all right. I'm I'm not uh, one who's usually uh, missed into all those types. Like I. I get it. You know, I got that elf. I got the ears. People assume I know everything about magic. That was no, magic. no, no. That's not what I was saying at all. I just figured it's, it's the it's, um, it, it's, the it's, town hall. It's all right. I I get it all the time. I Sorry for my racist help. friend. Yeah, it's because he thought about me. <laughs> and I'll gesture to my own ears. <laughs> <laughs> I put my hand on Esprin's shoulder and go, you're striking out a lot today. Are you okay? Uh, it's, it hasn't been a great week, really. No, no. It's okay. Every uh, Everyone has their off day. In fact, it feels like it's been several weeks since... Uh, <laughs> well, you know, what? maybe you should just stop talking. <laughs> you got, um... Platinum Dragon? And he, he's looking at you, Ezrin, with the, the shield that you're carrying. Ah, yes, I um, I worship Bahamut. Well, if you're uh, looking to connect back into your uh, your space, there is there is a temple you could you could go to. Oh really? I didn't expect to find one in this town. Uh, where is that? Uh, southwestern side. Um, nice building. It's it's actually kind of small. Um, yeah, he, he gives you directions. Gotcha. Well, well, thank you. Um, do you also worship Platinum Dragon or pay him respects in a manner of speaking? I pay respects to all. Anyone who can help me I appreciate Well, we hope to do just that. Thank you for the information, sir. Problem. So, uh, I do take it that, uh, you will be wanting these? Yeah, we'd like to investigate both. Do you happen to have the keys to, uh, Monday's house? I can give you one better. Come on out. And he walks out. And he uh, grabs one of the nearby Iron Claw. Hey, hey, get the keys to Mundy's place. Get... Or however you got in last time. Take these guys over there. They're going to look at it. All right. Have fun. I'll be here when you figure something out. Thank you. Anything else I can do before All we All right, guys, so... Does everybody want to come to Mondays? I will. I thought the idea was we have a few hours, so me and Zeno can investigate one, and you guys can check out the other. Sure. So, Finn, do you want to go with Thesrin and Zeno, or do you want to come with us to Mondays? Mondays. Sounds good. Alright. Alright. Let's go. 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 Let's go.
as always. <laughs> yeah, boy. <laughs> so it's the lucky one's motto. As you all begin to head off in your own directions, just so I can, for my own notes here, who, who is definitely going where? So uh, Finn, Graffiti, and Nyx are going to Mundy's, and Ezra and Encino are uh, going to walk around town looking for those messages, I guess. Yes. Okay. So as you all head out from Town Hall, splitting up to do your own business here within the city of Mirefall, we'll go ahead and end there for tonight. <laughs>